0: And now, a tale well calculated to keep you in... Suspense. You pull that trigger. You kill me, Feathers, and I'll come back and haunt you. I'll come back and haunt you for the rest of your days. Don't you forget that. Listen now to Act One of Feathers, starring Lawson Zerbe, and written especially for Suspense by Jonathan Bundy. Hey, hey. come on, Steve. I know you're in there. Hey, hey, sit over there. We got a bunch of dollars. We got Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, now, what's the gag? What's the idea of trying to make that like it he wasn't here? Because I thought maybe it was you for That's Yeah, it's me. I want to know where you've been. Why you've been out collecting for me. Why I got a... Co- well, well, well. Now, look at that. Now, that's what I call a real nice-looking set of luggage, Petey. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had a feeling today. You know those feelings I get, Petey? The stars and the moon he right for me. Like that astrology, you know, that star reader said. The one I go to to have my fortune told. To oh, it's just a lot of superstition, Feather. Oh, well, well, you call it superstition, huh? When one of them lucky horseshoes they got fell off the wall this morning, when all of a sudden this lucky rabbit's foot here starts kicking around in my pocket. You call that superstition? Yes, I do. Well, I don't. Because they told me something was wrong, Pete, so that's why I come up here looking for you. And what do I find? Sitting you out of a job, you're locked up in here with all this nice new fancy luggage. Oh, And all full up, too. Now, how about that? You, uh. You're thinking of maybe taking a little trip, Petey Boy, huh? Oh, come on. Now, you wouldn't be keeping any secret from your old pal Feathers, would you? And a guy would have picked you up over of the bread line, knocked some of those hick ideas out of your head, showed you how to make yourself a little easy dough here in a big city? you wouldn't be holding out on me now, would you, Peter? Wait, oh, come on, I asked you, kid, you think you're going someplace? Yes. Oh, you do. Uh, agree, I'm going on back to Kansas. I'm going to finish up to it. And admit that I couldn't make an honest go over here in the city. I'm leaving just as soon as I can finish tracking here. That's what you think, but... Oh! Nobody walks out on me. You want to stand, but nobody. I'll kill you first, Peter. You want to stand, that I'll kill you. Oh no, you wouldn't. You'd be too scared that I might come back and haunt you. What? Yeah. You better think about that, hadn't you? No. No, because that's something I don't believe in. <laughs> you better believe in one thing. I'm through with all this fuckers and I'm getting out. Oh, you are. You're too good for this kind of work, huh? is that it? I had sense enough to realize what a rotten, crooked business this money-earning racket of yours was going to turn out to be... You're too big, punk. you Silly for a chance to hook up with me, and you know it. Well, sure, at first. Because I was all alone. I was broke. And I was hungry. I didn't even have a place to sleep. That's right. I was so down and out, I didn't know what else to do. Yeah, you are eating plenty good now, ain't you? You got a place to sleep. You got lots of fancy clothes. What else do you want? I don't want to get away from this filthy rat of old- yours. Leaving racket? beginning, it looked as though maybe you were doing a favor to some of those poor people who didn't know how to go out and borrow from a bank or or from some place legitimate. What if you did charge them 15, 20% on a loan? You were giving them a hand, helping them out, tightening them over. That's right. Sure. So I was glad to go out and help collect for you because I thought you were okay. And I didn't even blame you too much when you'd beat up on some of those stumble-buns. Those winos who never figured on paying you back. But when you started pyramiding on them, on the people who really needed help when they couldn't pay off right away, charging them 30%, 50 100%. And then when you told me I had to beat up that lame kid, the newsy, because he couldn't come up with a dog. Did you? Did you rough him up and get the money out of him? No! Oh, I know you didn't. That's another reason I come up here to find out why you did. Because I tell you, Feathers, I'm through! I'm going on back home where I can live a decent again. That's yes, where you're wrong, P? D. You can't stop me. Yeah, oh. I know. You listen to me, Buster. And look, look at this. You saw that gun on me. Who said anything about a gun? You see this? are crazy superstition. You can call it anything you want, Pete. But when I found this rabbit foot, I found you the same day I knew I was lucky. You think that rabbit's foot had anything to do with it or all those horseshoes you keep around? I know they did. What superstition! I told you, you call it anything you want. But they and you got me started in the big dough and they never let me down, so it ain't gonna let me down now. And that means that you are staying around with them to keep my good luck coming in. No! Now get out of here so I can finish packing up and leave. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Back to Kansas, huh? Yeah. Well, or oh, maybe down to the DA's office. Why do you got wind that he's that investigating this racket all over town. You're about it. No, 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 So maybe you thought that you'd get out by by turning stoolie, huh? <MAND> no, I never even thought of it. Oh, at all, but now you're thinking мен. about it. Oh, yeah, I can tell just by looking at that silly map of yours. Oh, you're crazy. i getting getting out of here. You better put down those bags, Petey. Put away the gun, Feathers. Get out of my way. You hear me, Buster? You're staying right here. Feathers, you pull that trigger. You think I wouldn't? You pull that trigger. You kill me, Feathers, and I will come back and haunt you. I'll come back and haunt you for the rest of your days. Now, don't you forget that. Now, get out of my way. You want it, don't you? You're really asking for it. You think maybe you can scare me, don't you? Well, you can't, because you ain't leaving here. Now, you sit down them bags, and you listen to me. You hear me set them down. Now, I warned you. Out of people. my way. Oh, no, you don't no. wait on me Own. That was the only kind of language a quick like he would understand. Yeah, yeah, I I guess I was wrong, Petey, wasn't I? Pulling this uh, this gun on you. You are plenty room. wrong. Would you uh, would you listen to me just for a minute, huh, Petey? Golly, I'm leaving. You gonna you gotta turn your back on the one guy who tried to help you, Petey? He tried to help me? You shouldn't do that, kid. Shouldn't turn you back. Come on, Fred. Good luck. All in peace. You're too late. Am huh, but the only evidence we have against him is circumstantial. If it wasn't for that usury charge, we wouldn't be able to hold him at all. Yeah, and the way these soft-hearted juries have behaving lately, we'll be lucky that we don't let him off on probation. Now, Gilroy, somehow we got to pin this murder on him and once and for all put him where he belongs. So how, sir? The only one who actually saw the murder happens to be very, very dead. Yeah. I this isn't the old days when you could beat the truth p- out of a pump like that. Oh, now, you're, uh, you're not suggesting, are you, Captain? No, 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 I'm not suggesting. Just keep on it, Gil. Keep me posted. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, Captain. Yeah, if you should happen to get any idea. I'll worry. I'll pass them on to you. Yes, sir. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, mister. Sorry. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Captain Nichols? Nichols here. Right over there at his desk. Thank you. Yeah. For the bomb. Well, good morning, Commissioner. How are you this morning? Yeah. Oh, well, we're making progress, sir, and, and we. Well, no, no, we, we haven't, but I've assigned uh, Lieutenant Gilroy to the case, and I'm sure. Oh, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, of course I am. Yes, sir. But until some. Uh, evidence? Some... Uh... Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, uh... I, I know, sir. Did... Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, uh... yeah. oh, Young man, Captain Nichols. Look, I'm afraid I'm pretty busy right now. So if it's something I can Yes, sir. Neither I... will, but, but you can't be. I saw you lying in the morgue myself. I even ordered your you a You are dead. Oh, no. No, Captain. My brother. When we have half of this department. I'm trying to... What was that? It was my brother he you saw. It's your brother? Yes, sir. Peter. The one who was murdered. Oh, Brother. My name is Richard, Richard Weldon. Yeah, I said, well, well you, you sure give me a shot, Mr. Weldon. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, that, that, that's all right, that's all right. But, sir, I mean, when I turned away from this phone, I saw you standing here. Yeah, I... <laughs> so you're uh, Peter Weldon's twin, huh? oh, No, 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 sir. Peter was a year and a half younger, sir. But I guess we, we've always pretty closely resembled each other since we've grown up, I mean. Resembled each other? Can he? I, I, well, I suppose you've come to see me in regard to Peter's death. Is this, sit down, please. <laughs> yes, I. Uh, I read about it in the papers out in Chicago. That's where I live. Well, we uh, didn't know of any relatives, Mister Weldon, or of course we didn't notify you. Have you been able to find the man who killed my brother? I'd well, say we're uh, working on it. <laughs> Perhaps. I can be of some help to you. Oh, just how much do you know about the case? Well, only what I, I read in the paper, sir, but then I got some letters from Peter recently. What? Yeah? Yes, you see, after leaving the well, the old farm out in Kansas after our parents died, Peter and I went to Chicago where I live now. Yeah, huh. You see... Peter had never finished his education, Captain, so he he had a kind of rough time of it. I mean, you know, one job after another and never really getting anywhere, so... Well, finally, about a year ago, he thought he'd try his luck here in this city. Honestly. I didn't hear from him then until about, oh, three months ago when he wrote to me that he'd gone into partnership with a man by the name of... Feathers Grogan. Grogon. was... Go on, Mr. welcome. Well, uh, Peter had told me very little about the sort of work they were engaged in, but well, it wasn't very reassuring to find out they were in the money-lending business. Business, Mr. and It was a racket, usury of the worst kind. I, I suspected as much, sir. But anyhow, in a letter I received just a few days ago, Peter said he had found Grogan to be a crook. And so he was planning to leave him, go on back to Kansas. Before I could write to congratulate him on his decision, suggest he try again in Chicago where I could possibly help him. I, I wish. Oh, well, he's dead. He's murdered. Yeah. And uh, have you reached the same conclusion we have that Feathers Griffin killed your brother? And I take it you know all about this man, Father. <laughs> he sure do. He's curling his heels downstairs in the lockup. Then you have the evidence necessary to convict him. No, 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 Mr. Welland. Instead of a murder charge, he's only being held in connection with the DA's investigation of the money-lending racket. The only evidence we have that he killed your brother is purely circumstantial. You see, Peter apparently had packed his bags and was getting ready to walk out on Grogan when Grogan intercepted him argued with them, and they had a fight. During that fight, Peter must have struck feathers in the face. He still has an identifiable mark from that old ring your brother. war. Yes? I was born well, immediately after that. A series of shots was heard. And a man answering feathers general... De- was seen leading the place out through a back alley. You need more than that, Captain. Wait, Mr. Weldon. Victims of their racket have testified one after another. And there was obvious friction between them. And there's other evidence, lots of it, and it's all good. Except for one thing. What's it? Fathers Grogan has trumped up, or rather bought himself, an alibi that, try as we may, we simply can't break. We know it's a phony. we're sure of it, but there's no way that we can prove that. I see. So we're at a standstill. At least you have him locked up though. And what'll happen? He'll pay a little fine, perhaps he can get a short prison term for his loan shark practices, but as far as your brother's murder is concerned, he's going to get. Wait a minute. Yeah? Wait, wait, wait. Yes, yes, sir. yes. Superstitious. Father's huh? Feathers. Terribly superstitious. He literally begged that his rabbit's foot left with him. Yeah. And he almost cried when he accidentally broke the little mirror that he shaved with there in his cell. Look. Look, look I got an idea. Yes, yes, Captain. This is this, this uh, almost unbelievable resemblance. And I you know it sounds fantastic, but it just might work. Well, what is it, sir? Look, I'm going to have him transferred right away. There's one cell down there that's completely isolated from the rest, and that's where I'll have him put, because in that particular cell, he can be watched without us knowing it. Watched and listened to. Now, if we should put the proper time, say, like at uh, midnight, when all the ghostly, supernatural things we hear about that he believes in are supposed to happen... If you're willing to cooperate, Mr. Weldon... Yes, yes, sir. Tell me, you believe in ghosts? What? Of course not. Maybe you will, sir. After tonight... you going to burn me for it. That's right. Burn you. Justice. Pete, Pete, I didn't mean to kill you. Honest, I didn't. I really wanted to scare you, Pete. I was afraid you were going to squeal with the DA so you clear yourself when they caught up with me the way they done. No, Feathers. Honest, Pete. I only meant to scare you. you got to believe me. See? No, Feathers. That's a lie. You know it. Because you didn't know I was planning This is not the way it really was. you boys have it all down? Yes, sir. Sure have. Yeah, me too. All right, then. Come on back to my office so you can transcribe your notes Brady, and we can thank Mr. Weldon for his pretty astonishing impersonation. Boy, he sure did the trick. (laughs) You know, Grogan doesn't sign this confession. (laughs) Yes, sir, Captain. In that dim light there in Grogan's cell, Mr. Richard Weldon looks so much like a ghost, he will sound like one. Believe me. (laughs) You know, boys, I'm free to admit it almost startled me for a minute there. Despite it, I understand the whole thing. I thought maybe my plan had caught up on my imagination and yours. The, the way that Grogan's conscience caught up with him. Well, you're going to see the fastest confession on record. And if he hesitates, all you have to do is play back the table. For all, so sure, it is. It would scare me into signing almost anything. Ah, here we are now. You can use that typewriter. on the all oh, right, sir. Sit down, Gilroy. Right? Yes, sir. I'll tell you this, sir. What? Is that you're going to help to get the commissioner off our necks for a change? Yeah. And all oh, thanks to Mr. Richard Welton for the way he carried out his end of things. Which reminds me, I only would give him the idea for the real reason Gilroy killed his brother. How could he know, huh? man? Mm, my wonder is, we're here. You suppose he got lost trying to find his way up here to your office? No, I thought he'd be up here ready for us. Hope well, he didn't just go on back to the hotel. Maybe I'd better go downstairs and take a look for him. Yeah, good idea. Also, maybe you better look in on Grogan and make sure he's recovered from his little uh painting spell. Yes, sir. You want me to take that? No, I'll get it. Hold on up, Brady, will you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nichols here. Captain. Captain Nichols? Yeah? Uh, This is Richard Walden. Yeah, yeah, I I know. See, where'd you go to, Mr. Walden? We were just about to go down and look for you. I'm sorry, Captain. I'm terribly sorry. Sorry? Well, I certainly don't see why. Well, I mean that I couldn't get there tonight as promised. But you couldn't do what? That I couldn't get down to the jail, sir. You see, as I left my hotel on the way down there, I I started crossing the street, and I'm I'm afraid I, I was a little careless. I got run down by a taxicab. Uh, Mister Rugg, well, you... yes, it banged up my leg a bit, and I'm calling now from my room here at Valley Hospital. Valley Hospital. Yes. Sir. Oh, I see. But I'm in good hands, sir. They've uh, taken. Ex- and I'm sure it's nothing at all serious. So, uh, if it's all right with you, Captain, we can do the ghost act for Grogan, say, tomorrow night. Captain? Well, that, uh, that won't be necessary, Richard. What, sir? Not necessary? No. You see. Someone else did the job for us. Oh, now really? You must be joking. Who could possibly have done a job like that? Your brother Peter. especially for Suspense by Jonathan Bundy. Suspense is produced and directed by Bruno Zarago, Jr., music supervision by Ethel Huber. Featured in tonight's story were Ian Martin as Captain Nichols, Robert Reddick as Feathers, John Thomas as Lieutenant Gilroy, and Bill Mason as Sergeant Brady. Listen again next week when we return with 2461, written by George Bamber. Another tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide.